three months now. We've been having fun. <laughs> we, we have. Uh, this this one, fun. This one should be good, too, because we've got Giancarlo Stanton rumors to talk about to get things started. It's been reported a lot lately, even more so than it was during the season, that the Cardinals are frontrunners to land Stanton along with the Giants. The Giants have also been rumored to be interested in Jason Hayward. I, Why? Like, defense, well, maybe? I, they may, uh, I don't know. Uh, they're thinking about sending uh, Samarja to, to, back to the Cubs for Hayward because uh, the Cubs need pitching and they want an outfielder with a bat. Why it's Hayward fits, I don't know. But the thing about the Giants is they have the money for Stanton, but they don't have the farm system. So we all know the Cardinals have the money, and they have a plethora of pitchers and outfielders, prospects, and major league ready players. So that there's meetings next week, I believe. So we could be we could have an idea of whether Stanton's coming or not by Thanksgiving. Well, um, we hope. What I'm thinking, there's been a lot of talk about giving up Alex Reyes for him. That's, he's totally off my list. I wouldn't give him up for anything. No, no, because didn't he just come off the uh, he just come Tommy back. John? Tommy John, yep. I think, and a lot of people are saying if you give up Alex Reyes, maybe they eat $50 million of Stanton's contract. Maybe you give him Reyes and uh, O'Neal or Grichik and the Marlins would eat some of Stanton's contract. But I'm thinking more along the lines of a Weaver or a Flaherty or a Hudson or a Gomber Plus one of those outfielders, maybe O'Neal with the power that he has, or Grichik, or a Piscotti who's controlled and has a pretty good contract, although I don't know what Piscotti's trade value is now at all. It has to be all on this contract. And then, <clears throat> if they want to eat some of his contract, maybe they eat after his opt-out years, because Stanton's going to be worth all $75 million for the next three years. And after that, is where you start the contract might start to hurt you. So maybe they eat some of the contract after his opt out in twenty twenty. Um, if you give him a guy like the Weaver or Hudson or Flaherty, right. that kind of guy plus an outfielder. What are you thinking, Mike? Yeah. Are you I on mean, the Reyes boat? You off the Reyes boat first? Yeah, I think Reyes. Give him another. You know, give him a chance. He really didn't. He just come off the. And a lot of times. These players that came off the Tommy John surgery, you know, it does take a year. Mm-hmm. And they come out, and we got the new pitching coach coming in. Mike Maddox. And, and uh, you know, work with him, have him work with him, and I think it'll be. So you're not giving him up for Stan? No, no. I wouldn't give Reyes up. Maybe a, um O or something, but. <laughs> I think uh, he's gone. Yeah, O gone. Yeah. yeah. Alcantara, oh, no. Alcantara mm. though, is another guy who might be uh, appealing because he throws 100. I think it all depends on your value of a bat. If that's your number one priority, then you give up a lot more for a bat as opposed to not. Uh, it just depends on their priority list and, and how high up you go. You know, whether you give up a weaver or... or Whomever to right, get that to right. get that guy you want. And yeah, who and knows? You know, Cardinals they do need a bat. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, good. if you go back that's and see how many, yeah, you go back and see how uh, how many players we left on base. 
and with not a bat. Right. And Stanton's one of those guys that can change the game every night. And like he hit 50 home runs last year. Yeah. 59, almost 60. And that could be um, your 35. So a lot of people are thinking home run guy or something. For a guy like that, you give up whatever it takes, like yeah. Reyes. And with the Cardinals farm system, they had faith in them to draft and develop pitchers like they have as opposed to a bat because there's not a bat in the minor league system right now. But I still like Alex Reyes is off my list. Yeah. I think he's one of those guys that's going to be yeah, I think like he's... Cy Young dominating pitcher in the future. Right. He's got too good of stuff. He's too big and strong. I, w- I think there's a really, really big upside to him. Yeah. Maybe you trade him and Stanton comes and you win a championship and it's worth it, I guess. But Right, but still. I think Alex Reyes is that type of player that I wouldn't could win you a go, championship also. Yeah, I wouldn't go for that. Try that. You know, mm-hmm. get the bat, rebuild. I always say rebuild. But, you know, you do that and you got a good third base coach right now that knows what the heck he's doing. Yeah. Um, and... With McGee coming in, and mm-hmm. I do think, though, uh, Stanton, if you don't get him, there's other options. Mm-hmm. So if they want Reyes and you don't want to give him up, I think it would take considerably less to go get a guy like Donaldson. Right. Or all it would take is money to get Martinez. Now it's going to take a lot of money. It sounds like uh, Boris is wanting to get him two hundred million now, mm-hmm. which is more than he's worth. Yeah. Uh, same way with uh, Eric Hosmer. Boris is wanting to get him $200 million and he's nowhere near worth that. But I think a Donaldson, if you don't get Stanton, maybe a Donaldson and a Martinez, no. get those guys, and it maybe costs you about the same anyway. Right, right. Like I said, Martinez is just going to cost you money. Donaldson's going to take way less prospects than Stanton is. So if they don't get Stanton, it's not the end of the world. If they do get him, I hope they don't give up too much, but I'd love to see him playing for us. Yeah. Because like I said, he can change the game every night. Yeah. Um, So the pitching we kind of talked about a little bit there with Reyes. One of the pitchers the Cardinals are losing this year, likely, Lance Lynn. They just extended him a qualifying offer, the $17 million qualifying offer. Which means, if you're not familiar with the qualifying offer, if... Lance Lynn decides to decline, which he's expected to, because he's going to make more money on the free agent market. If he were to sign for $50 million plus, the Cardinals would get draft pick compensation from the team he signs for. So, Lynn is gone. Because yeah. I don't think they're yeah. going to offer him anything. After they offer him he's a call. He's not worth more than $17 mil. No, not for not no, a year. not for another think. year, uh, he not to the Cardinals. No, maybe somebody else. Yeah, but yeah, not to the Cardinals because, I mean, he, yeah, he pitched good. He had a good winning record, mm-hmm. but he just didn't. He didn't impress me. He's going to be a guy that eats a lot of innings, and he's going to throw. Quali- he's going to have quality starts. He's never going to be the guy that throws complete games for just you. Just barely going to be quality starts. Yeah, but. He's also going to command five-year contract this year, and that's not what the Cardinals need because right. of the young pitching they got coming up. A guy I look at to fill that role potentially is like a Jason Vargas from Kansas City. He had 15-plus wins this year. I think we talked about him a little bit last podcast. He's 36 years old. He could potentially sign for two years, three years, 
and bridge that gap from now to when those younger guys are ready. Yeah, he might be a guy that could fill that role. Another pitcher the Cardinals are losing or lost already. It's not set in stone. They could potentially bring him back. But Trevor Rosenthal was granted his unconditional release last week, this week. Yes, this week. This, this week. week. So that means he's... He's basically Mike's yeah. favorite relief pitcher, Rosie. Um, Rosie needs five sisters. Uh-huh. Go find somebody else. But I think that was a good move by the Cardinals. So oh, because yeah. Scott Morris is his agent as well, so he's going to want closer money or mm-hmm. big money when he becomes right. a free agent. He's not going to be able to pitch till August. The only other thing I could have saw them doing was just non-tendering him a contract, so he wouldn't be able to go anywhere else, and then pay him when he comes back. For the remaining of it uh, until he's a free agent, but I think this was probably the right move. Yeah, he I, was, he's I not worth what Boris is right. going to want for him. No, and especially if the Cardinals are able to bring back a Nicasio, if they can bring in a Reed or a Davis right. or a Holland, something like some guy like that. Nicasio, I think is. I mean, you work with him with, like I said again, with the new pitching coach. You work. He could be our closer. Mm-hmm. If they he, don't sign a closer. If they don't sign a closer, he right. could be the one that we need because when he came in, he did dang good. I think unless they sign a guy that is a closer like a Holland or a Davis, Nicasio is definitely going to have a shot at spring training at the right. time. Yeah. If they bring him back, and I'm, I'm assuming they will. He said... The reason they didn't bring him back in the five-day period, they had to negotiate with him. He said he's he's came this close to free agency. He wants to test the waters. Right, so, right. But that's not to say they still won't bring him back. Right. Sticking with the pitching a little bit, we'll wrap up the Cardinals' talk with this. Derek Lilliquist is now with Washington. So the Cardinals basically did a swap with the Nationals for pitching coaches. We got Mike Maddox and they got Derek Lilliquist. And Lilliquist isn't a bad guy. He's just... No, he just... Pound for pound, they got the better deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like what the Cardinals said. He's not going to use the analytics set. He's right. not going to be that type of guy. And uh, he's not going to make pitching... He's not going to manage the bullpen for the manager. Right. He's going to take care of the pitchers. He's going to tell you who's ready, who's not. He's going to fix little flaws here and there, but in-game decisions, he's going to look at the manager and go, what do you want to do, Chief? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what yeah. he does. And Matheny's going to go, Duh. Yeah. Right. Leave him in. He'll be fine. Yeah. So, and, and that, that was our needs. problem last yeah. year. Matheny needs a guy Matheny that needs to listen to the pitching coach and say, you know, instead of saying, oh, no, no, he's good. He's good for now. Then you get four runs hit off of him mm-hmm. where he should have been taken out. And I think Lilliquist will do fine with a manager that is very, is capable of managing the pen. Mm-hmm. And and whoever they've got in mind in Washington, yeah, they'll be all right. Uh, just Matheny just needs more help than what right. Lilliquist. I'm thinking a, a Joe Girardi-Derek Lilliquist combo would be all Something right. Something like that would be fine because <laughs> Joe's making these. He's his own man. He's going to make his own decisions. All right. And he he's makes gonna, as good a bullpen decisions. He's going to consult, but he's still going to be the guy. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Maddox did have a big role in that in Washington. And in, right. when he was with the Rangers, he had a major, a big role in uh, bullpen management. Mm-hmm. When guys come in, when guys went well, out. Oh, look at Dusty sort of and Wash. Right, right. Real, real, yeah. Really? Yeah, right. 
Let's shift gears a little bit to hockey and a little brighter spot this year for St. Louis. The Blues are the still, from our last podcast, they're still the best team in hockey. Number one in the power rankings, they got 25 points. LGB. And Tarasenko. I'll Google will add the T for you. Yeah, if you put it in on Twitter, yeah. the T will it'll automatically pop right. up. Yeah. And then sometimes they throw in Quinville, too. I don't know what that's about. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's gone. But uh, He's in Chicago not winning? I don't I think so. <laughs> yeah. You know, they just add him in there and, sometimes. Yeah, sometime. And then... Let's go Blues and Tarasenko. That's all right. Yeah. And Well, you got Tarasenko, and, just not, and you got Shin, and, and Schwartz. And Schwartz, that and that line is... It's oh one my of the best gosh, of they are if not the best. Dominate. I'd say they're the number one. Yeah, they played really well. Uh, Shin had those two really big games back-to-back, the last two games they played, where he had assists, and he had points, uh, what was it, five-plus points in both games. Yeah. Goals, assists. Um, Schwartz, again, every time we do this podcast, the Blues are playing, we keep saying it. He's, yeah. being, he's the player we expected he's him to be. He's Schwartz. I'm assuming... I don't know this. Last I checked, he still led the league in even strength goals, too. So, And Tarasenko's just, he's just Tarasenko. All right. He's going to yeah. get his goals. He's going to get them. And he's just that talented. And he reminds me, if he gets a... And he's playing a 200-foot game this year, too, which I like. He's a lot more physical. Uh, a lot of guys like Tarasenko, who are just scorers, mm-hmm. they don't get involved in the game if the, if the puck's not on their stick. Tarasenko this year... Is finding ways to stay involved in the game even when he doesn't have the puck. So he's he's hitting guys. He's playing defense. He's, oh yeah. He's playing two hundred feet. Blues are. I mean, they're just. I mean, it's just not one. I mean, last year you looked for in a forcer was a Reese, mm-hmm. and this year it's just everybody. Yeah. It just you don't have one guy being the enforcer, and but when they hit, they hit. Mm-hmm. And you guys back got your back. And we've got that line with that once-in-a-generation type player like Tarasenko with a guy like Shin who's done everything yeah. well and was a steal for Laterra because Laterra hasn't done anything. Right. And then Schwartz, who can handle the puck as well as anybody in hockey, and he'll put it on the tape 90% of the time yeah. and find guys who are open. It's really dangerous on that second line when it's been the second line. Another guy who's been a really... A big bright spot for the Blues this year is Petrangelo. Right. He's, and I saw, and I, yeah, it's hard to disagree with someone, I don't remember who it was now, tweeted that he was their MVP to this point in the season. Which as good a defensive player as he mm. is, and as much offense as he's produced this year, he's kind of taken over that uh, Shattenkirk right. role, where the defensive scorer... And he's one of the best defenders in the game. And you got Edmonds. And Edmondson is playing well. And playing good. He's already tied his career high yeah. goal at four. And so, I mean, these the guys are clicking. Allen's Yo's, playing really well. Right. Yo's got it. And For whatever reason, they respond to Yo. Yeah. Well. Um, even Carter Hutton, who's played on the road, has been the road warrior they've gone because right. he's played a lot of good games this year on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're... The favorite to win the Western Conference, I think, officially, after the last game. At this point, obviously, it's still really early. Right, right. I mean, you still got how many games they play? Or They play 82. 82. Yeah, I think so, tonight's I mean, it's early, 17. but still. Yep. It's still, it's a... Uh, mm-hmm. But the way they're playing, they didn't play this good last year. 
I mean, they was what third and fourth. They about this of, time. They well, yeah, and then the second half they really fell off, and everybody yeah. was wondering if they were even going to make the playoffs. But yeah, uh, they've got a lot of good pieces here, and the addition of Shin, and they're still down Bowmeister and Berglund too. So when right. we get those guys back, and Steen, he he, you know, he he's started out back. strong, and he's yeah. coming back, and 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 that's with anybody. Yeah, you're off and. Mm-hmm. You're off for a while, and you're injured, and you got to come back and you find your groove. And uh, there, uh, he's finding it. And yeah, like I said, that line is awesome. And uh, actually, the Blues just offered a contract to a former KHL star uh, from Russia, Dana Zarepov. He was banned from the KHL from substance abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not illegal in the NHL, so he's still eligible to play in the NHL. Uh, he's 36 years old, but I did see where in 280, maybe it was 289 games, he had 282 or 283 points. Or it was 180, 189. That's right. 189 games, he had 183 points in the KHL, and he had 80-something goals, too, so. He's a really productive player. He averages around 30 goals a year, so he could be another impactful guy. Oh, yeah. Just around this team off even more. Throw him on the fourth line that hasn't done anything right. still. Right. They had those couple few games in a row where they played pretty good, but he could yeah. be a big addition to this team as well. And, and if they keep this up, they're going to be a team to reckon with. Mm hmm. They're going to go, wow, where did these guys come from? Right. Also starting tomorrow is college basketball. Woo! Be something to watch on TV. That time of year, yeah. The Cardinals are done when the Blues ain't playing. Hopefully we'll have some basketball to watch. Have you heard anything about your Hoosiers, Mikey? No, I haven't heard anything. We had a draft pick coming up that was supposed to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard much more about them. I think they... And they might be a rebuilding team again, too. Maybe. Uh, Duke, the preseason number one, starts tomorrow. Elon at Duke. Uh, um, I think, obviously, that's going to be a game they win. <laughs> but, eh. like I said, they, it'll get all kicked off tomorrow, so we'll see just how well-ranked they were. A lot of times they are uh, ranked too high, yeah. overrated in the preseason. Oh, yeah. well, we'll see how it works out. Most teams. Right. I mean, you just don't know, and they're so young. There's a lot of pro, uh, players you don't know about, yeah. too. So, I think that will wrap it up for this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, and if you have any questions, you can ask us there at NSeasonSTL. You can follow me on Twitter at CanyonClark1 and catch all my Cardinal writings. And actually, I've picked up the Indians for the offseason, too, so if you're interested in the Indians at all, you can read some of that. I post it on my Twitter, and it'll also be at tsjsports.com. Uh, I don't know how you're listening to the podcast right now, but if you're on the iTunes Store, we're also on SoundCloud. If you're on SoundCloud, we're on the iTunes Store, so you can check us out there. You can subscribe to the podcast, so you'll get updates when we put new ones out. We'll try to get another one out next Thursday. Uh, thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in.